What's, What's up? up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD, OD Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Period. Actually, actually, let's just start over. Sorry. We can't even be ourselves. <laughs> Look what society did to us. All right, all right, all right. Uh, yeah, we got to make this quick because in an hour I got to take my dog out. Okay, cool. All right, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of OD Podcast. It's your girl, Alicia, a.k.a. Lily, a.k.a. Lala, a.k.a. Alicia Bull, a.k.a. Oh. That Girl, a.k.a. Yeah. That Star, a.k.a. 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 Westside Alicia. Westside Alicia, the Harajuku yeah. Barbie. Yeah, 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 yeah. But See, uh, let's queen. It's, it's queen, queen Draco. That's it. You know the vibe. Period. The queen. Okay, Kia. I can do Kia. <laughs> okay, let's get right into it. We're gonna get into the black business of the week, y'all. I want to shout out my friend Saida, who has a company called Holistic Stitch, and she makes tea yarns, handcrafts, fashion. It's her, her actually her bio says handcraft is slow fashion and I love that because y'all know a big issue with um the environment right now is it's fast fashion the impact is doing to creators um labor and the quality of the earth but anyway Saida literally makes whole swimsuits crop tops halter tops she make and it, I'm on her Instagram now she don't even have enough of all her work on here but she really she really is that girl okay that's yarn don't play with her I'm not sure if you remember. So when, when come, I, so when it comes to the yarn two pieces, do, um, do you have to put something under it so they won't nothing show? Or does she knit it really close? Her stuff is really thick. That's a great question. I'm sure that if you have really thick um nipples, you might want to get an extra knitting. But her stuff is custom. So I would assume that maybe she could tailor it to that. She even had yarn masks. Now, obviously, that's just for fashion. It's not meant to be pr- um, protection. But she posts some really cute stuff. I don't know why she don't have more on her Instagram. I'm calling her out right now. But no, okay. um, her, her stuff is really cute. You can check out everything that she makes at holisticstitch.com, H-O-L-I-S-T. I see S T I T C S. She's got beanies. She's got oh, look at this. Yeah, she got baby outfits. Look at this. Oh, that is really cute. I know. Anyway, please support you guys. She's cool people. We go way back to we used to work in retail, and um, now she don't went on and moved to a new state, get money in different angles of the country. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so now let's get into shop talk. Um, I just wanted to talk about. First things first. I actually have a question. Did Ari really charge everybody a hundred dollars against her party? Um, let me say this because I understand that a lot of people aren't familiar with um Atlanta nightlife, and I'm very familiar, obviously. Um, that's usually how much it costs. Okay, but to, was she? Char- I guess people were under the impression she was charging her friends. Um, I don't know if that was a joke though, because usually when it comes to those type of events. Um, like, say, for instance, Jada's birthday party. They didn't mm-hmm. have to pay to get in there. It wasn't something that you could just right. pay. Right, and so that's what I'm thinking. Like, was her, I don't event, know. was her event not private? That's where my question is. It's really not even about going to the club. It's just like, okay, it's one thing to pay $100 to go to the club, but if you go on to somebody's birthday party, unless you are a fan that that's the only way you can get in, I don't see why people would pay $100. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um baby that's that that party was like the talk that the, already happened yeah it was last night oh okay okay i didn't um... yeah gladly i had just come got back home right before um the traffic and stuff but who child okay well 
I just I don't know, but I I don't I don't know if they charged for it, but um, if they did, that was stupid because usually because little baby had his party there. Um, I mean, maybe that was just her way of getting some money. You know what I'm saying? Like that's you know some people have some people like you must bring a gift. That's her gift. No, girl. Like if (laughs) if you have ten million dollars or you uh, got a $10 million net worth, there's no way that you need to be getting no money out of your um, peers for a party that you're... Th- I don't know. I think that's so tacky to charge people for for a, a birthday party or a kickback. I don't know, on the last episode, I think I talked about me going to a house party last weekend, and it was $25 to get in there. Yeah, 25 so, is a lot of money, but the fact I'm that people right, was paying it... $5, I would have understood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's some, in, in my opinion... But you paid it, though. Nobody. I mean, I was there... I wanted, I didn't want to not go. And I'm like, whatever, we can just go in there. But at the end of the day, um, that's something I would expect from college students because, you know, you, that's your way of making money. Yeah. But we, all, we, everybody in there was 30. That's <laughs> <laughs> why y'all should have had it. <laughs> I just went. And we did, but it was just like, girl, why nah, you just you could It could have been a be wild, bring, bring your own bottle situation. I understand that, but. Yeah, she was telling people to bring a hundred dollar bill. Don't play crazy. She could see females acting up now at the door. Uh-huh. Yeah. So anyway, all right. What you got for shop talk? Um, what do I have for shop talk? Um, yeah. So her, I did. I I was gonna talk about her party, but I don't know too much about it. Um, I wanted to bring this up to see did you did you know this or did you see this? Um, Martin Lawrence's daughter is dating a- Eddie, Eddie Murphy's son. Um, yes, I did know that. That's so crazy. So funny. <laughs> like, what if they make it for a long time? Like, if they were to get. I a hope they funny. Married, that's gonna be a funny wedding. I hope they funny. <laughs> oh, you mean the kids? Yeah. Well, I mean, well, it's not, if they not funny, oh well, whatever. But it just would help the situation be like super ironic. Will Smith is funny and not his kids. <laughs> you're right but they are very creative so what's the, okay all right well let me just mind my business about who's funny or not uh moving on to erica minute and safari oh my god go ahead so i hope this is for a storyline for love and hip-hop that's all i gotta say hold on which one are you talking about it's a lot oh wait you talking about the stuff that the sin santana stuff or are you talking about yes okay yeah well this week is just about Safari and um, Erica Mena. Let's just start there. Let's start off with the fact that their baby is in the in in, in what NICU, is it? NICU. NICU. Yeah. It's it's the ICU, but for babies. So the for end. babies, yeah. yeah. Um, and he is twerking in Jamaica. Right. Oh my. Oh my god. And it's just so weird to see. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know if you guys remember me saying this a while ago that me personally, I'm not a fan of Erica Mena. I feel like she says a lot of um, anti-black things or have said it in the past. And she's very like, and, and now I think that she tries to like, she's trying to clean up her image. And she also uh, pretended her business was black owned, but okay. Let's go. Let's <laughs> talk about it. But um, yeah, like I, I'm not really a fan of her, but I did feel bad for her for that moment. But in my head, I'm like, I really hope that this is something for television. I highly doubt it. Did you see that clip of them on Love and Hip Hop? 
Yeah, when he was sitting down and Sofia was acting like he wasn't into her. Oh my God. That is, you know what? The worst thing I've ever, oh, one of the worst moments in relationships that I've had is like genuinely being, genuinely being upset about something, something super hurtful to me. And then the reaction from the guy is like very nonchalant. Cause it's like, I want to punch you now. I want to fight. Definitely experienced that before. And then he broke up with me and then um, tried to get back with me the next day. Like, I don't know, but like the way he was talking to her was like she has had zero value in his life. And it's just so sad because when they got married, I was like, this is too much. Like pe people just need to stop getting married because of the feeling in the moment. I don't know about how they were feeling, but I just it didn't seem like it, it was necessary for them to even be marry but it just was hurtful he was acting really careless about her feelings and then she walked off because she was obviously upset and hurt and then he just tried to gaslight her about that as well and it's like how do you even get through to somebody that thinks that way and, and it's so crazy it just makes me think about all the people who complain about not being able to find a good partner or a good relationship when they be lacking empathy they lack emotion they lack compassion they don't know how to don't know how to communicate it's just really sad and then it's like now you have kids with this person and you are literally like connected for life yeah and and isn't this their second kid yeah it is yeah, yeah weird yeah it's very sad um, but um but yeah so best wishes to them honey but back to speaking the of the other situation um i mean it's no secret that celebrities literally make fake pages and argue with their fans in the comments sometimes it's them sometimes it's their friends whatever the case may be um erica Mena did this which is not surprising to me um, and she was commenting back um, under Sam Santana's post a while ago. And 26 she weeks ago, not that long ago. Yeah, 26 weeks ago. <laughs> and she turned the page into a page for her new baby. And so she forgot to go back and delete those comments. So she got caught making a fake page. Talking to Simpsons. Well, not even she forgot to delete those comments. She literally turned a troll page into a page for her child. Just period. Like, and on top of that, you know, Instagram, you can go on somebody's page and look at their name history. Like, you can see what their name used to be on Instagram before they got to that. Oh, really? Yes. You can literally see what people like. I, I've gone like I so I think I can't remember who page who who posted it when I discovered it, and then I went. Oh, that's a, a new feature. It's been around for maybe well, at least when I found out, it's been a few months. But yeah, you can literally see yeah. people's name, like the name revision history, the date, and everything. And I tried it on one of my pages, and I um not a troll page, like an actual business page, and I w went to look, and it definitely showed the date of the first name, et cetera, et cetera. Wow. First of all, embarrassing. That's embarrassing. You can't deny nothing you ever said. Or your credibility has already been lost, but now you owe us some credibility. Because how? How could you be that slow? Honestly. Honestly. I already said my piece. Honestly. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not. How could you be that slow to comment, to create, to turn a troll page into a page for your child, knowing that you use it to talk about people in comments? I I think about the details of everything so much that that could have never happened to me. I would have like it just I in my mind this is why like um I do have some pages that I use I have like my own like a, a fence or whatever but I don't comment I don't like I don't do nothing and I always think about like you know if I was to ever do something with this page I never want to be traceable ever yeah. like I don't have no fake email addresses so I need if people search my email address they're gonna find these pages you know what I'm saying it's like I think about it and I don't even owe that to nobody I don't even have no beef but I still be thinking about like the long term because what if I need to secure this at name 
Yeah. It's just so crazy. That that is embarrassing. that is embarrassing. Yeah, I'm gonna have to and, it, and and I'm learning now that I have to watch my mouth on social media. So anytime I need to say something, I'm just gonna text you voice note. <laughs> You're gonna have to be my Twitter because oh clearly, my god, oh yeah, because <laughs> like no, how no. does a tweet from my page, mine, ends end up on USA Today? How I did you find out it was on there? My friend's mom. Your friends who? My friend's mom, Terrence's mom. Uh, screen. She was reading the newspaper. You should turn on said, Google Alerts too, so you can know when you mention it in the news. She was like. This ain't that Draco, is it? But he do spell his name like that. That's she, hilarious. She screenshot it and sent it to me. Now, to be fair, I don't feel like you said anything wrong. Like it, I didn't. I didn't. But I think that what happened was, first of all, Twitter um, users these days are really sensitive. Um, if you follow me on Twitter, you know that I say a lot of stuff like jokingly or just I don't know. Like, it's not nothing that's ever real, okay? Now, I don't have no insight on Telfire, and at the time, I didn't even go on that website, but I just was like, oh, I know. But people say, and, and this is why I don't understand. That's why I'm like, are y'all really black? Because <laughs> people, black people, like, when, when say, for instance, if I were to work for Beyonce, right? Mm -hmm. The first thing a black person would say, like, oh, the price going up. You yeah, but it don't have to really. Of, who cares if it does or doesn't go up? It's just a point of saying there's more value to the product now. Yeah, but that we don't literally mean the price is gonna go up. Yeah, that's what I was saying. And no, <laughs> I saw a girl replied and was like, "Why y'all gotta be so negative?" I didn't even understand where she was coming from. She was, Why do you have to be so negative? And I'm like, "What? Are you kidding me?" Like even on Facebook, I wrote it and I said I was joking when I said it, and then some girl in the comments still gonna say. Oh, he said that the prices aren't going up. They're going to stay the same. Okay, I we have established that. that. And who cares? Why are you telling me? You got a hundred of them. I don't care. <laughs> I need. I yeah, still need so, a medium blue, bro. I need a medium blue. Look, man. But yeah, so. Child. Well, you need to use that towards your um your verified account status. <laughs> oh, you right. Yeah. <laughs> Let me send this, Karen Silver. Um. <laughs> Oh yeah, true. <laughs> uh, what I was about to say, um, Thorny. Oh, 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 oh! I don't know if you, uh, if you keep up with what's going on in the fashion. Uh, I don't. Okay, so <laughs> let, me, let me put you on game of what's going on. So, the designer Pierre Moss. If you guys are not familiar with it, he's a uh, kind of new designer. He's been out for a few years. He's creative directed a few videos. Um, he has a very, very popular luxury um, clothing line. So this past, I don't know if Fashion Week is coming up or is it this week, but um, he had a fashion show this past weekend. And of course, since um, within the, over the pandemic, a lot of celebrities have been wearing his, his merchandise and his clothes and shoes, everything. So it's, it's building a lot of buzz. So people were anticipating the show. Now the show got pushed back twice because it got rained on um or whatever but here here we are so the show was um yesterday yesterday was saturday yeah it was yesterday and when i tell you the black fashion community is in shambles at the moment they are not seeing it they have so much to say there there are 600 think pieces online about this show and there none of them none of them are good 
So let me tell you. So I did not watch the fashion show, but I did see some clips, some images from it, and I swear to God, I thought it was Photoshop. I thought it were memes. Yeah. So here, so the problem is that he called this a couture fashion show, and the fashion community is basically saying that it was not couture. That it was because it was. Yeah, you know how they get, people get about you being like politically politically correct about certain terms that you use especially when it comes to fashion like people just swear they just kelly catron um <laughs> but yeah so they i think their problem was they that he associated he's associated it with couture when it was simply just like um just avant-garde kind of can you explain what it was? I only saw a few images. Like, what exactly so, did he so show? The storyline behind the okay. So the problem is that he normally doesn't do couture. This is the first time nobody knew he was doing this, and he just popped out. So everybody was confused as to why he did this, and he doesn't have and he doesn't have the range to do that, or he should have went another route. Mm-hmm. But he had the fashion show at Madam C J Walker's old house. Okay. The um, story behind the the line was each dress and outfit were um, inspired by a black invention. So there was somebody who had a dress that looked like a lamp. There was a peanut butter um, dress because, of course, a black person invented that. They had a folding chair. They had rollers. They had, um, I mean, you name it, pretty much anything that was invented by a black woman. They made, I mean, a black, uh, black person, they made an outfit out of it. Mm-hmm. So and and then they had a Bantam C J Walker's house. So that was like the storyline behind it. So it was like a Black History, but it wasn't couture. Like that's where my confusion is. I don't really know. No, what that, it's not couture. It's it wasn't couture at all. Um, it was more like, um, in the Costume. ballroom scene, we call it, um, bizarre. It's like Who? bizarre. Walking bizarre. Okay. So it's more like. I wouldn't even say, oh my God, it was just like costume you know? It looked yeah. like costumes, basically, a lot of it. I personally, me personally, some of the dresses I I like, you know? I didn't really understand the peanut butter one because he literally just put a peanut butter jar on somebody. <laughs> um, but, yeah. The, so that's, it, where, that's where my misunderstanding comes from because is this supposed to be clothing that people wear? No, so whenever you, so couture is something that's like custom one of a kind not remade it's it's for pretty much photo shoots and stuff like that um this isn't stuff that's gonna go in in store a lot of runway clothes they don't sell it in store it's like i don't know if you ever hear people say this is off the runway meaning that you can't get it i got this directly they got it from the designer himself or herself got it. Yeah. okay and nobody else can get it so the issue here is basically he miscategorized this type of show. And so that's what got people upset or and is it the actual like, outfits in general? No, the, the, um, he misinterpreted what couture was. The outfits um, were costumey and they feel like that now people in the fashion world are going to look at black people as jokes because this looked like. Uh, we are not auditioning to be their friends, but I understand. I do understand that. I understand. You're, like, you're, this is making us look bad and you're using this. You know, they was just going off. So are there not, this is a genuine question. Are there not other black designers? Like why is he the one responsible for our image for black, for white people? 
Because I guess Laquan Smith is just out of the question. Because what I I do understand what people mean when they say that oh they gonna they not gonna take us serious. Because sometimes I sometimes I have those sentiments when we like when our people shoot up random wholesome places. Us not wholesome, but you know places that just are unnecessarily filled with drama. It's like what happened? So now these people who we're already trying to stop from showing their true racism we don't want them you know feels like this is not helping the case so i get it but i just feel like in this case i mean and this is just me from i'm somebody who wear nike sweatsuits for a living so you know take my opinion with a grain of salt but i just feel like is this what is there a rule book like is this is is not and that's the thing fashion. when it comes to fashion it's is not a rule book that's the thing because right. is it not um just based on creativity i don't know i feel I the same way and just because i don't like it or i think that it looks crazy that doesn't that doesn't take away from you know his interpretation because now who's to say that this won't end up in magazines or end up on like oh, I'm sure it will with Gaga it. or somebody like that you know what I'm saying like somebody will pull this and be like you know what let's do let's make a whatever out of it yeah but in my opinion Ooh, what makes this different what makes this different from Kanye West when he came out selling holes and clothes and sweaters and stuff <laughs> did he call that couture. He didn't necessarily call it couture, but it was it was high fashion. It was it's it, not, it was definitely clothes. it was definitely hobo couture. And his stuff was poorly made to the point where people were walking in the fashion show and the heels were breaking. I do remember that. <laughs> so what's the difference between that? Because let me tell you something. Kanye got the um number one shoe the shoe and clothing line in the in the and he really has convinced me that I want these darn um farm runners. I can't believe it. I don't know if it's mental illness or what, but I want them. Give me an eight in any color. Thanks. You I need to wear them for my I need them before my trip. Oh, I wanted to talk about um there was a video going around from this fair in Michigan where Girl. the ride was in motion, but was like basically coming off from the ground. And was I was just having apart. this huh? It was finna tell. Yeah, I was just having this conversation with someone recently about how they don't like going to fairs because the, they literally just pack up the rides and go. And I thought it was interesting because I I always knew that, but it didn't stop my, my excitement from wanting to go. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I just want to know your takes on it. I remember you told me the other day you only go for the final case and the photo ops. Yeah. Um. So about two years ago, yeah, because last year we had a fair because of COVID. The year before that, I went to the Turnerfield Fair. Now I've been going to the Turnerfield Fair pretty much. Maybe shooting at that one, child. Yeah, go down I, but you know what? I used to say that when I was little, my mama still would go. I don't know. Oh, I went too. But I'm just, <laughs> I rather yeah, go to the one at Cumberland Mall now. Not that that's any safer, but yeah. Um, you know, I've been going since I was little, and I don't know if it's because I'm getting older and I'm being more conscious about stuff. But even at Six Flags, sometimes I'll be like, um, nah. Yeah, that's me. Weird. But, um, yeah, so every ride that we got on, somebody threw up on it. Oh, you did say that. Literally. Like, every time we got on a ride, it was, all of it was very shaky. It did not feel sturdy. and Somebody threw up on it. I'm not doing it. Yeah, oh, my God. I just like that one ride where you just, I like that one ride where you just stand against the wall and it spin. Nobody threw up on that one. That boy threw up on them baby's kids. Oh, that was a cartoon. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Like, what's wrong? Can't also, also, the fair rides, they getting a little too intense. They had this one thing that go in the air. It spins to the side and flips it. I thing. saw that. And I was just like, and we got on it like a dummy. And I had to sit down. I was like, you know what? This ain't for me. 
You know what one I will never do? I'll never do that little rubber band ball where they, you know, you know, the one where people be sitting, it'd be two people and they had the video and people be passing I out. Do that so bad. No, heck no. People be dying and come back to life on that ride. No, thank you. I'll do that on Batman. So I feel sure. like you get on that bike, on that ride, you might can high five Jesus and you might have to stay with him too. I don't like that. I'm sorry. That'd be happening to me on Batman if I sit on the last row. Oh, that was, that's, See, Batman look different. That's one of my favorite. That's my. That is my favorite roller coaster. But it, I promise you, I passed out on that ride like four times. That's crazy. Anyways, all right, let's move on. So we had a uh a subject you wanted to discuss this week. Can you give us the yes, yes, and yes? Okay, so I want to just talk about my experience with um um people. You know, they're congratulating you on your success and see that you're moving. I love that. You know, of course, I'm learning to accept compliments because I always feel like I ain't, I ain't where I want to be at. So I just be like, you know, I'm all right. I'm all right. Whatever. But what I do have an issue with, I have, a, I have an issue when people be like, now you came up quick. You got, you got, like, I remember just two years ago. You was doing this and now you're doing this. So it almost looks as if I didn't work hard or I didn't work for a long time. And what is that measured by? Is that measured by the client you have? To them. So here's the thing. Whenever to in, in order, it's so weird. So we live in a time where if it's not posted, you're not doing it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I post, I don't post that often on my actual timeline. I post more on my story. I could do 40 clients in a week and I don't post them all of them because I don't want my page to be cluttered and I want to attract a certain audience. Um, meaning that I want to attract, like I want to attract, um, more paid gigs, like they pay more money. So when they're looking at your page, they don't care about, they know that you can do makeup, but they want to see like, Oh, he did makeup for W Magazine. Okay. He did makeup for So-and-so Magazine. You worked on this show. You work with this person. Oh, wow. You work with Keisha Lance Bottoms. You work with the mayor. You know what I'm saying? So people use those things. Because at this point, we don't have websites which showcase what well, I do. Because I'm old school. I, I, I keep that. Because I have a lot of um, companies who offer discounts and other people still ask for websites like discount companies. They, they don't want to see your Instagram. They want, do you have a professional website? Yes, I do. Here you go. Um, so I keep that, but in 2021, your Instagram is your portfolio. So I try to keep my portfolio as clean as possible at the same time, still showcasing my personality because I want to be myself. I don't want to have to condition myself to be somebody I'm not. So I still be myself on my page, but, Anywho, that that has nothing to do with I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, so people measure success by who you work with, the the level of su- success that they have, they put that on you. So if I were to even just work with Beyonce, they're going to equate that to me. Same yeah. with Beyonce wearing that Telfar bag. Now they like, oh, well, I me. want one now. You know, exactly. And <laughs> And what's so funny is just about two or three weeks ago, I overheard people talking about them cheap ass bags. Like who wearing that? Mm. Or men saying that I ain't buy my girl that. And now look, 
just because Beyonce had it on, now y'all finna try to break it. I think the reason why people and myself included felt like it looked cheap is because it's not a stiff bag, but I think it become it's more functional because it's not stiff to me. Yeah, um, I I personally um didn't like them at first, and I wouldn't get one because of that. And then one day I was like, whatever, let me just try to get one. And I got through. And so when I actually got the bag, I'm like, oh, this is really nice. And I like the fact that it has so much space and I can put all my stuff in it. I put every, and when I got to go return some stuff, they all go in my telephone bag. I think it's more, because I think it, the initial uh, making of the bag was for like New Yorkers because- It literally is called a shopping bag. I mean- Yeah, but I, I don't use it for shopping. No, I'm talking about just the style of it. I guess yeah. I know I get people's under I get what people say about it looking cheap. I felt the same way. I'm not gonna lie to you. And I still feel like some colors still give off that cheap vibe, but I love my oxblood medium. I swear yeah. to God, I love it so much. And it's just it's such a functional bag. And it don't even matter. If people don't like it, they don't get it. I mean, it's a it's plenty of bags that don't deserve the value that they have, and yet people are buying them. And it costs way more than a tail far bag. Yeah, for sure. Um so I think that th that's just the same thing that happens with makeup artists, hairstylists. People don't put value on you until other people put value on you. And I don't like that because yeah. I've, st I did make, I started doing makeup in 2009 professionally working at a salon from there. Um, went to another salon, worked at Mac for five years. Um, working at Mac is actually a professional job because yeah. you literally have to, audition twice you get trained under i mean some of the top artists in the world you have to get certified so i'm legit a certified makeup artist because you have to have certifications you have to pass them in order to keep your job so <clears throat> for me to have to take all those years of certifications at mac um five years to be exact all of that and when people you know, they only acknowledge the fact that I'm working with Flo Millie or Escape or um, whoever they see me working with. And they're like measuring my success upon that. I'm like, baby. Do you feel like you create that image? Um, no, this is not, this not a read. I'm just, no, I'm just, no, no, I didn't, take it as I didn't read. know you. I would, I would think that you, number one, like I know you mentioned that people sometimes don't think you work with quote unquote regular people. I would yeah. definitely think that because I, because I don't, I mean, and, but you have posted um regular people, but they always people with a whole lot of followers. So I don't know if they just got a lot of followers. People think they're pretty or yeah. they just do something. So I do get a lot of people that ask me not to post them. Mm, okay. um, for one, so my rule about posting on my page <laughs> per se is um, I post more professional pictures because like, like I said I want to pull in more professional jobs that mm -hmm. pay more so that's the reason why I only post like certain things like magazine articles or actual photo shoots now they don't have to be no famous person Yeah. if I did a photo shoot with you and um you know, and I like the photos. Like, I feel like the photo is clean. I'm going to post it on my page. I'm not, I don't think that people want me to post it. Because a lot of times people get their makeup done. They come in with a bonnet on. They got a scarf on. They gang, got, gang. You know what I'm saying? Period. That's my people. So they, I'm not, I'm not going to put them out there like that. Um, however, 
you know, I just I, I want my page to look a certain way. I mean, that's no, it makes it makes perfect sense. You know I don't. I, that's all the why. I think it's rude for people to try to assume that you just came up overnight and you ain't literally don't went through several phases of your artistry and and, and literally be working day in and day out. I think that um people tend to you know people look at your highlight reel on Instagram and they make their own opinion and assumption and be wrong. And it's like if you even sit like how you just try to explain like your reasoning for all, if you explain to them. It don't even matter to them the most it's already over their head. They don't even, you know what I'm saying? They're not even thinking about that. They just they just be like, oh, okay, yeah. And also yeah. people who don't do what you do, they always have a tough time taking it seriously. Like I feel like, like I don't think that I came up um quickly in my professional career. Um, but I think that people think because of my personality that my work is not hard. I think that exactly they- and that's another thing too that they see. They see how I interact with my clients. Like, this ain't this is not like fucking what open heart surgery i'm doing makeup like why do i have to sit here and be serious like you know artists complain about that um i don't know if i ever told you when i was on set for um coming to america how those artists were treating me the older artists and like when they were doing the scenes when they were playing the drums and Mm -hmm. you know whatever I'm moving around i'm not doing it i'm just moving my shoulders and having fun like i'm excited to be there why do I have to sit here and like this is the fucking military? They probably was saying it because they were so uptight. Like you know how people, you know how people be so intimidated or jealous that they have to be mean to you. Like you I feel like in front of the producer. Oh my gosh! I'm like, yeah, the producer was laughing with me. No, he was laughing at you, Pooh. I'm just playing. Either way, I ain't yeah. no, I'm just playing. Yeah, I've had people. I think that um, yeah, this is this is some of the things that made me feel like people don't think what I do is serious. I had some people. Now this is no shade, okay. I've had people with no um, post-baccalaureate education. I hope I said that correctly. Period. People that kind of, oh my God. Basically people asking if my job is hiring. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And you don't have, what um, New York said, you don't have the vernacular or. uh... (laughs) And it's like, I can say, yes, we are hiring because we are always hiring. But I don't think they understand what I do or the the level that it would take to do what I'm doing. And that is not me trying to be condescending or have some kind of like classism. But I'm genuinely saying that if you push road wheelchairs at the airport, you cannot be a data consultant. You know what I'm saying? You kind of have to have some some education, experience and training before you can transition to that. But I don't be knowing what else to say. You should say that because I'm going to tell you what people People do this to me all the time. And as of recently, I've started to get a little bit more aggressive with my response to them because every day, you know, of course you you have friends that you meet along. I wouldn't even call them friends. Let me stop using Ooh, that word. You think you're my only friend? You don't lost your mind. No, no, no. I'm saying I need to stop using that word. Like, oh, okay, I'm, yeah. you know, I need to just call it what it is. But you have people that you meet along the way. And, you know, you get cool with them or whatever. So mm-hmm. they see you working with so-and-so or working with this person or doing this certain job. And they're asking you, okay, can you can you link me with this person? Does she have a photographer? Does she have a stylist? Does she have a hairstylist? You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, listen to me. I work a very professional job, okay? And it took me a long time to even learn how to maneuver in this. And I mean, all the way down to controlling my attitude because I work in a field of celebrities, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So uh, with these people, 
I have to make sure that the money that I'm asking them for is enough where I can deal with their attitudes. I can deal with the things that they go to, they go through. I can deal with their dog running around while I'm biting my ankles while I'm trying to do their makeup. I can deal with them getting up and ending up out the chair. Everybody's not like that. And I have people that brag about being like, oh, they ain't never, they ain't gonna do that to me because I'll snap, I'll clap back. And oh my know? God, no, you won't. You're gonna be clapping back your check to the unemployment office. And I have people that do, and I've been around people that do that or people that run their mouth or people that are starstruck, people that don't clean their brushes correctly, oh my God. people that don't organize their kids. You know, one thing that I have all the time that's always said to me from my clients when I first start working with them, like, wow, you have the neatest kit I've ever seen. Let me tell you something. My room might not be neat, <laughs> but that makeup kit is going to be perfect. And I'm going to know yes, what- Yes, that is literally people, is your hygiene, people's skin cells, people have COVID, people have other stuff. Yeah, I, when you when you sit in my chair, I want you to feel comfortable. I want you to look at my, because people look at that they, and they be like, oh my gosh, I went to somebody's makeup, getting my makeup done. That kit was so dirty. It was powder all over it. It was this, it was that, you know, people pay attention to that. So when they see my stuff and they're like, oh, okay, what you using? I can tell this stuff is expensive. The whole time came from Beauty Master. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's just the way that you present it and you don't have that. I'm sorry. You don't yeah, have to work with I feel the same way, man. And it's, and it's even people who I have worked with along the way who I've tried to like help them to get to a certain type of a job. And it's like, they don't even really, they don't, they're not capable. Oh, this sounds so bad. But like some people, how, what am I trying to say? It's like they just are missing that 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 like that professionalism or the ability to maneuver. Like how you said, you know how to really work with these type of people. There's a certain standard of quality that comes with your service, and I feel like that is the case when you start to get higher up, especially in corporate America. Like you're not like it's all it's it's one thing to be cool, and that's another thing where I think people get confused because I'm I'm fun, I can be ghetto, all this exactly. other stuff. And when I'm at work, I am very professional, but I'm also super social with my coworkers. But I it's a very thin line. But yeah. some people they see how I am outside of work and think that, that that's me up in up in here proposing stuff and presenting stuff and solving like no 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 they don't those people at my job don't know like I'm very serious about my work you know what I'm saying and I think that like if I was like if they would have like a bring a friend to work day they would probably get me fired because they don't know how to get their act and it's like listen listen, listen. I be want to do that too like I be want to bring somebody to work with me and that's another reason why I want to start a YouTube um because I want people to know the extent of my job yeah, just certain things that I have to deal with. Now I wouldn't want to. You should do a day in the life. You should do. People be doing day in the life on TikTok. You should just record random clips, and then when you get home, stitch them together and just talk over it, talking about what you did. Oh, that's true. So, um, what do you do? You think that it's mostly these these biases tend to come from people that don't know you, or is this like people that are your friends and family? Um, both. And and to be and to be honest, my family doesn't know me because I'm not around as much. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I feel like once you get to a certain age. You're not around your family as much as you were, especially when you work the type of job that I have because I'm always traveling. Um, I'm always on the go. I'm always moving. And I like to be busy because when I'm idle, of course, I get to rest or whatever, but I really be feeling unproductive. And um, the laziness starts to, to set in. So I don't really see my family like that. So they they feel the same way. They just like... Oh dang! Da, 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 da. But, you but know, at they, least they can see yeah. from the time that you've been so busy, like it's not just a quick success. Because they, they can be like, "I remember yeah. you, you missed Big Mama Cookout twelve years in a row." Yeah, my 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 cl- 
immediate family, like my sister and my nieces and my nephew, they they don't respect that. They don't like it. That's so crazy because you. And I'm like, well, you can see. I'm, you know, I'm not lying to you because my sister, my sister's thing is like, she understands what I do, but she, in her eyes, I'm just hanging out with celebrities and doing their makeup. Dang, that's crazy. You know what? Because because makeup is so glamorous, so it's not. It can't be hard. It can't be. And people don't think it takes a while. Like sometimes we we be in glam for like five hours. Sometimes. Yeah. Like I said, they like to get up. They like to walk around. We got to redo stuff. I don't like how it's looking on camera, so let's tweak it a little bit. Like, it's certain things. So my sister don't really understand the life of a makeup artist. So she thinks that I'm just hanging out with these people because the only thing she sees is... When you're hanging out with them. Yeah. And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, that's after work. But, you know, am I not supposed to have a life? And so whenever she calls me or she sees that I'm at home because she fucking stalks my Instagram, <laughs> she thinks that I'm supposed to just answer the phone. When I'm oh, at home, no, I'm when you sleep. actually need to be resting. I tell her that I'm like, I don't think you understand. Like, I be sleep. I can't post when I'm sleep. So you don't see when I'm sleep. Like, I'm not supposed to just supposed to say, hey, y'all, I'm sleep. I'm it's so supposed sad. to be sleeping or be or be sleep on live. Hey, that sucks. What or, do these people do for a living? Maybe that's what's wrong. <laughs> I care not to know, period. So, no. I, I mean, I don't know. People need to stop assuming, like that one post, assume. Assume? Yeah, you're right. I think, I mean, yeah, and it's, and then you shouldn't have to explain yourself to people. I just need people to, if I say no, then that's just what it is. And I'm just grateful for my few friends. Not, I have a lot of friends, obviously, but I have a few go-to friends that are my daily friends, and everybody understands what's going on. That's but I have some... Uh-huh. That's why they're there because they understand your life. Right. But I have some friends who are my friends, but we kind of just hang out sporadically, like maybe once or twice a year. And they have that attitude. They just be like, You always busy. Yes, I am. And I'm okay. I've always, if if they've known me as long as they have, they should know by now. This is very consistent for me, very on brand. So yeah. Like, and I don't, like, then you want like, just just come out to the club for me one time for my birthday. No, you know, I don't go to clubs. Why? Why would I make an exception hey, for you? Know you know what's so crazy though? What I what that's one thing that I do hate about people is when you genuinely express to them that you don't like something and they still try to just do it for me. No, it. they're not gonna do it for you. And then and when him, you say him. no, they get mad, and I'm like, listen, I told you that I don't really enjoy this. So why would you think just because this day is going on? Or whatever the case may be. Oh, you're not a real friend because if you was a real friend, you would do it because it's my birthday. No, if you was a real friend, you would understand because it's your birthday. You don't want to ruin it. Yeah, I had a friend invite me to her her birthday party at the Blue Flame, and I was like, honestly, I don't like clubs, and I don't have nothing against strippers. I don't mind strippers, but I don't want to go to a club. And yeah. I ha- haven't talked to her since. So, for oh, real, I swear. I don't care. I don't care. I don't, I don't, you know, that's not my thing. We talk about how we talk about how I don't drink. I don't do none of this stuff. I don't smoke. I don't even curse. You want, so I don't know why you thought that I was the friend that would come to the flame for your birthday. I'm sorry. Happy birthday. And then turns out you end up getting kicked out. Y'all don't got drunk. Your car got booted. Now, why would I want to be a part of something chaotic like that? You know, I don't do chaos. And you think, and then, and then the next day I'm like, oh, last night was lit. It was the Casamigos. Oh my God. I'm like, it was the 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 Casa Me because of my house. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they're crazy. Anyways. But yeah, I think, you know, people, I, I also think, and I hate, I feel like everything ties into maturity and empathy and maybe even some um 
um just some feelings i just feel like people should just accept things for what they are you can't like it's just i don't really know. like I, you know I, I always tie a lot of things back to this marriage and kids thing where people just be like when you having this when you're doing this it's like if i don't want it then you shouldn't care because the only person that's concerned about it right now is you i don't like leave me alone and I get it from so many different directions. And it's just so, it's like, why do you, I am happy. I am a, I live a happy life. And that's all that matters. I'm starting to um, build up um, allergies towards air conditioners. And I can't live without air conditioning. Oh, that means your filter need to be changed. Probably. I said the same thing. You need to call well, the leasing no. office because filters trap all the dust and lint. And so some, and so it might be too much lint because the air still has to pass through that that filter. And filters are supposed to get changed every like ninety to one twenty days. And in apartments, I know for sure they don't they don't switch them out on on schedule. You might can unscrew the vent and see if the but that's not your responsibility. Even though they are pretty cheap, they like ten dollars or something like that. So it's probably not your air. It could be the dust. I'm sorry, Pooh. Well, let's wrap this episode up because I got I gotta um take my dog out so she don't wake me up at 3 a.m. I'm gonna say that every time. In conclusion to this episode, let me tell y'all something. I want y'all to congratulate people on their success, but don't try to measure it by a timeline. Like I understand you think stuff happens fast or it's easy for people, but it's low-key kind of disrespectful because you're literally taken away from their hard work you know what i'm saying you don't yeah. know what they had to do you don't know how you, how that made them feel because i i mean it's, for me it was like being in the military it was rough it was rough and i wasn't making enough money i i you know lost cars i lost apartments like it's it's deep you know what i'm saying i had to sacrifice yeah. a lot to even get where i am so when you see me when you see me now i ain't flexing this Period. is just me enjoying my new life of- <laughs> yeah it's like saying somebody came out of nowhere just because you didn't know them don't mean they came out of nowhere you didn't see the effort that was put in before they got to you exactly don't period come. and just because i'm i joke and i say ratchet stuff i'm that girl in corporate america now i be making moves and we're not hiring for your <laughs> just for, <laughs> for your fault no like- i work hard i really do i mean i'm in school right now to work even harder and it's stressing me out and I don't know nobody who I would even suggest taking this guy during class. And that's on Mary Had Statistics. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, y'all. There's another episode of OD Podcast. Holla at your girl. Holla at your twirl. And your whirl. And your curl. And the burl. And the swirl. And the earl. <laughs> and, and the, the pearl. Back to the girl. And the merle. <laughs> Bye. See ya.